0: We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.
1: Welcome to Pit Pass Moto, the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you i'm pj dorn and this week on pit pass we're going to be talking to race winner bobby fong pit pass moto is sponsored by moto america moto america the home of ama superbike championship races this past weekend from road america it was round two race two at road america what a weekend of races if you didn't catch them lucky you you can subscribe to moto america at motoamerica.com and in any number of ways you can go back and watch those races as they happened. it's an amazing setup that moto america has given us so many different ways to watch we've got five total ways to watch moto america live plus fs2 has coverage then in the days after the race weekend like i said you can go to Amer- moto america rewind and junior cup class will be on the fs2 channel then you have super sport class on the Mav tv channel to get backstory and technology insights on inside moto america on nbcsn so there's all kinds of ways i encourage you to go watch their coverage has been absolutely brilliant and it's been amazing in news this past weekend we had an incredible bunch of races from road america i'll quickly hit the highlights the superbike race one cam Bobier over fong bobby fong who will be talking to you and kyle wyman an incredible race. Big news, a little uh, drama from that race. Tony Elias gets penalized two seconds for passing under a waving yellow flag, which then ultimately gifted Kyle Wyman the podium. He certainly rode as though he earned it. Elias acknowledged that he uh, just didn't see the flag, so not too big a drama, but a little uh, change in the results as they appeared on the track. We also had in race two then. Bobby Fong takes home the win, along with Jake Gagne in second, and Kyle Wyman second time on the podium for the weekend in Supersport. We had uh, race one, Richie Escalani, Sean Dillon Kelly, Brandon Pash, exactly the same results in race two, quite a bunch of racing there. We also, unfortunately, had P.J. Jacobson head off to the hospital after a crash on Saturday. We're hoping he'll be fine in the Twins Cup class. We had Rocco Landers. Finally get a win this year. Caleb DeCarroll in second. Hayden Schultz in stock. They only had one race this weekend. Cam Peterson came away, the superior rider over Stefano Mesa and Michael Gilbert. And then in the Junior Cup, Dominic Doyle won race one with uh, Rocco Landers on his heels. Benjamin Gladi in third. In race two, Rocco got the win. Rocco racing in multiple classes and killing it in all of them, along with Dominic Doyle in second and Sam Lockhoff in third. It was quite the weekend of racing this week's pit pass trivia question is from 1955 to 1960 what was road america known as we'll be back with that answer after we talk to bobby welcome today to pit pass moto race winner bobby fong congratulations bobby on your win in race two you had another really strong weekend at road america so congratulations and how are you feeling on the way home oh you know
0: honestly right now i don't feel too great i just celebrated a little bit too hard last night no it's good man it's uh it's been a long time coming and uh you know I, i can't thank the team enough it's it's been it was cool. I, I really wanted Boby in the race, you know, because I want to I want to beat the best. But uh, I guess you got to be in it to win it. And you know, it, it was good because we uh, we got some more points. And I know it's a long season, but we're far down there in the points in the beginning. So uh, we're slowly we're slowly creeping up.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Bobby. Again, congratulations! You picked up on your. There's only two guys in the standings ahead of you, and you picked up 15 points on Mister Gagne, and you picked up an even more important 20 points on the on the Bobier. You're absolutely right back in the hunt. How you feeling about your chances for the season now?
0: Oh, you know, I think it's I think it's going to be better when we get to a new track. You know, I think Atlanta will uh, suit our bike a little bit better with the kind of point and shoot turns and. I feel like uh, we're getting a handle on things. It's it's still, we still definitely have some work to do to, to catch Bouvier, but uh, each time we're on the track, man, we're getting a little bit closer and we're just making improvements, which, you know, that's what we're looking for. And we knew it wasn't going to be easy and uh, we knew it wasn't going to happen overnight. And it's just going to take time. And, you know, each, each time I'm on track, we're learning something new and we're working real good together, honestly.
1: Well, you looked really strong out there, Bobby, and certainly, uh, You've, uh, earned the place that you've been given, uh, for the season. It's got to make you feel good validating, uh, your employment for your employers. That's what any racer wants to do. How, how's the feeling on the team about where you guys are heading?
0: You know, it was, uh, you know, I definitely have, we had a lot of people doubting, you know, when I got the superbike ride ride, it was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of haters out there that didn't want me to get that ride, but, uh. You know I, I know the teams I know the team's pretty happy and I think this is their their first dry Superbike win so they're John and Chris Alrich are really really excited and you know uh, I could see John's face in the podium he was ecstatic So I mean it was a memorable moment for sure and hopefully we get some more this year and we're just going to try to keep the ball rolling and we'll see what happens you know I, uh, I know it's it's gonna be definitely hard the attack bike this year is definitely uh, improved quite a bit. But my guys are doing their homework back home, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not too worried, honestly.
1: Yes, and speaking of, uh, I misspoke about who you'd uh, gain points on when I mentioned Elias, but as your teammate, I mean, it, he's going to come alive at some point, one has to think. You're around him, I'm sure, often enough to know. We all know from his past performance, he's not a guy who lays down for an entire season. He's certainly working his butt off, I'm sure, to get caught up to his teammates.
0: No, no, for sure. I mean, he's working hard and, you know, some people say, like, hey, what's going on with Tony? Like, uh, at the end of the day, I mean, the pace is fast this year. You know what I mean? He's he's working hard over there. I see him, you know, try, doing his work and, you know, he's a world-class rider and I know he'll I know he'll be right up front here soon, but, uh, you know, the pace is fast this year. I mean, the pace is faster this year than last year, so we can't say, like, he's not trying hard. The pace is just that fast this year. He, him and myself are going faster than what when Yoshimura had the bikes. So, I mean, it's M4 is doing, doing a good job and, you know, he's working hard and he's slowly, he'll be there. You know, I know, uh, I know he'll be there. They'll, uh, they'll figure it out on that, that side of the crew. And, you know, like I said, he's a world-class rider and he never gives up.
1: So what do you do for, you guys have another race. uh, We're, we're a little ways out. One would argue not, not a crazy distance, but roughly a month out from the next event there in Atlanta. What do you do for the month? Any more celebrating in stores? Is it back to the grind?
0: No, no, it's back to the grind, man. And uh, hopefully, I mean, there's a test in uh there's a test at the ridge in two weeks. I'm not sure. Hopefully, Chris and John are listening. I'm not sure. I gotta I gotta talk to the guys. But it was uh, it was talks. But definitely we need to go there and uh, it will be nice to get familiarized with the track and actually just start working on some different setup that we we haven't tried over the weekend and other than that just uh go back home get to the drawing board and get back to the gym and eating clean and just doing my work man because at the end of the day it's all the hard work is at home
1: that's for sure what would you think about the event overall uh you're in a unique position. You've been there well, along with the other Moto America racers. Two races back-to-back at Road America, about four weeks between them. One with fans, one without. How was it with the fans? Did it change anything from uh, your end of the game?
0: Oh, man, it's – man, race without fans is – it's like I might as well not even be there. No, right. I'm just kidding. It's it's honestly you no, know, it's it's cool racing no matter what. But I mean the fans the fans make it, man. It's it's cool just to walk out of your rig and you see people just, just saying hello, looking at our motorcycles and you know, when you know, your victory your victory lap, you want some people to wave to, you know. So it's uh it was cool and i think they had a, a good turnout too saturday sunday and we couldn't have we couldn't have had better weather this last weekend i mean road america was so beautiful the weather was awesome and i thought it, i thought there was quite a bit of people there from uh, years past so it was good and hopefully we get a just a, a good turnout in atlanta here in a months time too
1: yeah we're all looking forward to that atlanta event uh, moto america really has been at the forefront of bringing racing back. We know Supercross finished their season in a unique way, and Motocross is about to begin their season a little ways out. and So there are challenges to be faced by any sporting organization, but motorcycling in particular, you guys have done just an awesome job leading out the world, quite honestly, in, in how to do this. How's the vibe been inside the pits? I mean, is everyone feeling good as if it's going in the right direction or how's how's your nerves and your team's nerves
0: you know everybody the vibes around the pits are all, all good you know I, I feel like everybody's just happy to get out and get back to racing it was uh you know a long break and we just everybody's just wanted to go back to normal so i feel like everybody's just happy to happy to be at the track and you know motor america like i said big kudos to them and they're uh they're definitely making a footprint in the world and Hell, we're the first ones with the—I believe we're one of the first with fans in motorcycle racing. So uh, yeah, I mean, let's keep the ball rolling for uh, Moto America and hopefully some more good races to come.
1: Well, Bobby, I know you've got a, a whole season ahead of you. Quite honestly, this has been uh, a, the weirdest year ever for all of us. Through no one's choice or design, it has just been an absolutely odd year. That said, it doesn't seem to take away from the racing certainly at all. Does it take away from your feeling about the races? It's interesting to get racers' insights on. Does this change the way you feel about racing, or is racing's racing from your from your helmet? Yeah,
0: racing's racing, man. We just at the end of the day, we just want to go out and uh, do what we love, you know. Just just the the pure, you know, smelling the gas. We just we just want to go out and race motorcycles. That's all we want to do
1: understood and, and fortunately for you you get the chance it's awesome how was your team principals? so the they had to have just been stoked where did they get to join you this weekend for the celebration or the win at least
0: no you know everybody ended up going back home and uh had early flights and stuff like that i i didn't go too crazy last night or anything i uh you know had some dinner with some friends and uh you know, just relax. I didn't want to wake up too early and go on a flight. I just wanted to enjoy the beautiful weather here in Wisconsin and uh, I fly back tomorrow. You know, there'll be plenty of more celebrations when the season's over. I
1: certainly hope so. You're on your, you're on the way to, uh, an incredibly strong season, Bobby. We know you're, uh, st- stuck in a car, probably as you said, enjoying Wisconsin and, uh, The weather there is spectacular right now. Stay out of the rain. Hopefully it stays away from you guys. Uh, We really want to thank you for joining us here today on Pit Pass. Before we have any problems with your reception, do you want to say thanks to anybody, any sponsors or team members, family members? For sure,
0: man. uh, I really want to thank uh, Chris and John Olrich for giving me this opportunity. Like always, I I think those guys, you know, obviously if it weren't for them, I wouldn't be here today. So, big thanks to those guys and all my crew members and you know all my fans who still believe in me and uh hopefully i'll put on a a good show this year for for the boys
1: you absolutely will bobby thank you so much and you definitely have earned that have earned that place on that team so let the haters uh spin for a while they will be alone (laughs) they will be alone for a while thanks again bobby thanks for having me guys This week's Pit Pass trivia question was, from 1955 to 1960, what was Road America known as? And the answer, of course, is Elkhart Lake Road Races. That's what they referred to the facility, the place, and the events as, Elkhart Lake Road Races. It's been a wonderful place. I've been spending a great portion of my life there. So whenever I get to go watch races like we just did It's an amazing place to go, and the history around it is incredible. The photos you can see at places like Siebkin's, if you personally haven't been there, go there. I strongly encourage you to go during a race, but even if you can't, visit the area. It's an amazing area of the country. The lake is beautiful. The resorts are beautiful. It used to just be a one-resort town. Siebkin's has been there a long, long time. It's a bunch of ostensibly farmhouses that, got conglomerated together and became a resort. And I've stayed there a few times. They've remodeled over the years as other resorts have popped up and become a lot bigger, newer, shinier. Siebkin's is still the grandfather and really the one I love the most. They've got the most historic little bar in on the resort. You can go in and you'll see pictures for, of some of racing, automotive and motorcycle racing's greatest stars signatures on the wall, stickers from every team under the sun. It's just a really cool place if you're a moto head. And even again, even if you aren't, you'll enjoy your time spent in Elkhart Lake and Wisconsin. So go check it out. Coming up in racing, we have, I'll start with motocross since my partner in crime isn't here to join me. We have two confirmed events currently for the AMA motocross outdoor season. First one, upcoming, the Ironman in Indiana. July the 18th will be the date of that event. And then the very following week, they will be at WW Ranch in Jacksonville, Florida for round two of the outdoor motocross season. Kudos and congratulations to Eli Tomac for wrapping up his uh, Supercross title this year. And I bet he wants to go out there and make it the best season of his life by winning both of them. We'll see what the guy can do. Coming up in road racing, we have moto america returning to action july 31st through august 2nd at atlanta that is the other ra road atlanta look forward to that event there'll be a lot of cool people out there racing i have a bunch of buddies in the south i know they'll all be there so get out and check out the races if at all possible or else get on motoamerica.com and find out how you can watch that stuff live on uh, the tv the internet any number of ways It's been an amazing season so far, so please continue to join us as uh, things progress and we all figure out how to live life and race motorcycles despite the challenges that have been put in front of us. Thank you again to our guest, Bobby Fong, for being with us today. And I want to say thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app where you'll get alerts when new episodes are uploaded. If you have a moment, please also rate and review us. We really appreciate it. It's how we know we're doing what you want us to do. Make sure you're also following us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and pitpassmoto.com where you can check out our all-new blog. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcasts. A special thank you to Tommy Boy Halverson, Chris Bishop, producer Leah Longbreak, and audio engineer Eric Coltnow. I'm PJ Doran. We'll see you next week. Keep the sunny side up. This is the story of the Watt. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently